All right. Hey, guys. Arthur, if you would just introduce the podcast, I'll do the opening. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again. Once again, it is our 15th. I don't know. Who knows? Thank you. Who knows? Um, podcast it is now the official SDA uh, yeah, so SDA podcast. Um, the latest movie that we are going to be reviewing is Logan. Unfortunately, we missed Rogue One. And we missed Rogue One, but it's okay. We can always go back if anyone's interested in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we're here to talk about the the highs and lows of this movie and have some commentary, have some fun, and then um, anything else we may want to discuss about. So why don't you take it away, Doc? All right, so um, traditionally Arthur does the the, the intro, but I'll go ahead and do it today. And I I don't have the depth of knowledge that, that Arthur normally has, but I'll do my best. So I'd like to start specifically with the, the character Wolverine himself, which is a classic character from the X-Men universe in the comic books, um, Marvel, of course. Um, this character has uh, been around for a long time, and he started in the Weapon X project, um, which is a little bit of his backdrop, and eventually joined the X-Men as um, sort of the muscle of the group, um, having befriended heavily um, Professor X, who was one of the people who could help him understand sort of his rage and his background since he had a lot of mental trauma in his past history. But specifically, I think this is more of a, a setting around um, Hugh Jackman himself. Um, yeah, when, when the superhero genre started coming in um, big in Hollywood, I think Hugh Jackman, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong here, but actually stepped into the role of Wolverine a bit on the late side. Um, um, I think he was one of those last minute casts that they had. And when he first um, was announced, you know, people um, had inhibitions about how he was going to do. For one, he wasn't short and ugly like Wolverine is traditionally sort of known. Not not ugly, but more gruff and, and scraggly looking. And when they saw him on screen, they thought, hey, this guy is, number one, a lot taller. I think he stands at over six feet tall. He's much more good looking. Um, but even more than that, you know, he when he finally did show up in the movies, he kind of stole the show. Right. He sort of had the attitude. He had the snarl. He had the look. Um, and he really began to set the foundation as, as sort of the front man for the X-Men franchise um, from then on out. And him as a, an actor, um, I think most wouldn't argue that that pretty much made his career. And to a large degree, um, this movie is, is kind of his swan song. It's supposed to be the last X-Men movie on his contract, his last showing as Wolverine. As a character, that's debatable. He may still show up, who knows? But this is supposed to be his last hurrah. And he's really taken the character to, to heart. I think more than any character on screen, the understanding of the character under sort of Hugh Jackman's wing as a, not just an actor, but a producer for the, the subsequent movies. And he made, I think, three of them outside the X-Men direct movieverse, which was um, Origins Wolverine, right? Then he had uh, the second one, which was The Wolverine. And now the third one in that sort of trilogy set, which is um, Logan, which is based on Old Man Wolverine, loosely based on Old Man Wolverine. And I won't get into too many details about why it's loosely. But this is set um, at a time when he's basically aged. The efforts of um, Xavier and the rest of the X-Men have come to fruition, and the world is where it's at today, with X-people basically being hunted down, no new mutants born in the last 20 years, um, et cetera, et cetera, and basically laying low and just trying to live out his life to the end. All right? So with that, I'm going to go ahead and start going through the roundtable. Um, as before, we'll get um, thoughts and opinions from each of the different members. I think we've got all the core members here in the SDA. Um, and um, I'll remind you to go ahead and give your thoughts. And I think we're ending with the ranking or, or your, your score right after the thought is completed, yeah? 
Yep, sounds good. Okay. All right. So, with that being said, let's uh, let's go to the room first, huh? And Arthur, normally you're one of the last. Let's go with you first. That'll give us a lot to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, so this is a movie I was like at first interested in watching, but I wasn't like, okay, I gotta go rush out and watch this right away. But then when I started to see the reviews and everything, I'm like, oh, okay, there's something going on here. Then I, I do need to watch this like soon. Um, not just for the sake of the podcast. Um, I actually had not read the original story. Um, what a whole the Marvel comic. I actually want to go back and read it now. Um, I know it is loosely based on it. Um, so I didn't really go in with any kind of bias or anything. Uh, all the reviews I was hearing about it was, it's up there with the dark light. It is a, a totally new, you know, different level of comic book movie, et cetera, et cetera, right? And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, and I, and I stopped, I kind of stopped reading too many details about that aside from the non totally Because I didn't want to like have anybody, you know, say something about it that I would have, you know, like, shoot, shoot, I wanted to actually be surprised. So I kind of just read high-level comments and reviews, and I didn't uh, really go deeper. Um, but I heard everything about the acting, and I went in, um, I, thanks to uh, Kai for letting me be his, like, uh, real, uh, to watch with him and his girlfriend. <laughs> so it was actually fun to watch with him, actually, because, uh, you know, we were able to look at each other and kind of comment on stuff and then, you know, laugh at similar things and then be like, oh, my gosh, you know. So that was kind of fun, experience-wise. Um, I liked it a lot. I wouldn't say I loved it. Um, there was a line that I read in some reviews saying, it's up there with a dark night. I don't think so, uh, personally speaking. I think this, it's a solid movie. It's a very good movie. I liked it. Um, superb acting from Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. Um, I'm not used to seeing Patrick Stewart cuss <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. but it's fascinating. And I didn't feel it was out of place because given where his character was and, and that point in his life, um, Ronald actually, I think, gave me a good... We were talking about it really briefly the other day, and uh, he made a really good point about, you know what? I could actually imagine Patrick Stewart being like that because uh, he's kind of um, age-wise. A man his age yeah. could easily have dementia and yeah. really be like that. Exactly. It was actually kind of terrifying to see yeah. uh, like Captain Jean-Luc Picard right. Oh, yeah. exactly. be in that state. Right, and I totally agree because I looked at them like, wow, you know what? Patrick Stewart didn't have to really necessarily change too much because he's like 80 mm-hmm. or late, I mean, he's late, late 70s, 70s, wow. yeah. late 70s early. So, you know, it was very close to that. Um, but I mean, he's in remarkable health other than that mm-hmm. uh, for some of his age. But, you know, the acting was superb. I, I did feel, you know, in every X-Men movie, Hugh Jackman is fantastic. Um, and then here, I, I really felt like he, I think he did pull all of his heart and soul into this role, into this movie. It was like, wow, he he really got in there. Um, I can tell he had a fun time. Um, I think it's definitely the movie is more character-driven than plot-driven. So there's a lot of stuff that they don't tell you about, or you don't you don't really get a sense of what's the purpose. And it's just more for like letting you think about things or leaving it really open-ended. And then based on the, the stuff I read from the director, it was his intention. He's not trying to slot it into like the timelines. He's not trying to tell you a a story per se. He's not t- trying to tell you something. He just says, this is the story I want to tell these characters, and that's it. And then you take what, what you want. Um, I'm okay with that. Um, it's a neat kind of a, a partner road trip movie, which I kind of thought was funny. I would have liked to see like a, a road trip movie with Wolverine and, and Professor Xavier, because the way they play off each other was hilarious, actually. It could have been a really good buddy comedy. Hmm. Um, that girl is fantastic, though. Mm, yeah. um, what's her name? Uh, 
um, Daphne, Daphne Keen. Keen, yeah, she is fantastic. Um, able to kind of hold her own with really strong characters, uh, different actors. Um, and I think she's only like, what, 11? Or something like 10 or 11. Um, but she didn't talk half the movie, but she still brought in a really strong performance. She talked the second half and still was really able to carry it. The rage in her eyes that she yeah. could communicate, yeah, right? Exactly. That was incredible. The way she's, she's able to carry, like, Hurt and damage and rage, yep. but at the same time show signs of just being a regular kid, like a normal girl. And as a as a dad of a smaller girl, I can kind of see that. So they kind of stuck out, stood out to me personally. I'm like, okay, oh, there she is, trying to be like a little girl after ripping this guy's head off in, in one scene. Like you know, 15 minutes later, I, I thought the actress did a really good job of doing that both without feeling it kind of contrived. Um, it was neat to see like some. Easter eggs, so like the bad guys, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, they're actually X-Men villains, uh, the Reavers. Oh, are they? Um, so the, the main bad guy, Donald, Don, uh, Donald Pierce, the blonde-haired guy, uh, he's a cyborg that he was part of the Hellfire Club uh, in the books. Um, and then he got cyborg enhancements, he, he hates mutants, and then later on in, in X-Men continuity, he, he's part of this group of uh, cyborg mercenaries that goes hunting for mutants. Hmm. So it's kind of neat to see them in this movie. Um, you can't really identify the other members, per se, but they were definitely that group. Um, I kind of wish they identified them, who they were a little bit more. But, um, you know, the whole movie is really centered around the three of them and just trying to get away. So it's like, okay. Um, I think they're trying to be very metaphysical about, okay, is this, what is that, that um, what is that face they were trying to reach to? Eden. Eden. Eden, yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to, yeah, they're, trying to, they're, trying to, they're trying to leave it up to you in terms of what it really means. I think the director was trying to be very, uh, had some commentary about comic book movies in general. I don't know if he was snarking on them, but I think he was trying to say something about how maybe formulaic they were and, and the stories that you're kind of translating are sort of like, I don't know if it was childish or something like that. I, I think he has certain opinions about it. Um, talks a lot about that, you know, in the comic books. Yeah, right? he's, he's being very meta, like, oh, these stories aren't real. Look at that. You know, I didn't do this. And he's almost like sort of pseudo talking to the audience. Yeah. And maybe taking a jab, if you want to interpret it that way, at other studios, like saying, look at the source material you're trying to adapt, okay? Come on now. Maybe or maybe not. It's debatable. Um, but, you know, other than that, overall, I, I did like the movie quite a lot. Um, there's a lot to think about. I think Kai and I, after we watched it, it was, it felt long. Um, and it was a bit exhausting, too. And not that I was in a bad way, but, like, wow, it was, <laughs> it was long and, and, and very tiring. So afterwards, we were kind of like, wow. We just need to kind of decompress because <laughs> we're sitting there for a long time absorbing all this stuff. It's long. It is intense. It's a long it's journey through. and there's a lot of stuff going on. And then definitely there's parts where I saw where I'm like, oh my gosh. I looked at Kai and I'm like, this is freaking, Nick Troy is going to freaking <laughs> You know, like the, these certain scenes like, oh my God, Nick Troy is going to be like standing up clapping. Like, oh my gosh, yes, do it. You know, I, I'm totally picturing those scenes. But anyway, I did enjoy the movie overall. I don't think it's as great or up there as some of the reviewers saying, but I think it's a very, very solid movie, very different, which I appreciated. Um, didn't mind if it was out of continuity because the whole ex-continuity and the Fox versus all jacked up anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. But I, I liked it overall, and I'll save my rating for later. Maybe now's a good time to ask. I had a lot of questions about it, and I didn't know it. So it's based off of Old Man. It, I was like, okay, is this yeah. part of the uh, natural story? It's loosely adapted. Okay, and then we're like, that whole thing about like, why are there like comic books in it? Was that something that was part of like another? I don't think that's so. Not, that's something that so in the, the books. I remember it's it's Logan, 
in a very, very post-apocalyptic, yeah. far in the future Marvel Universe, uh -huh. and he's hanging out with the blind Hawkeye, yep. and he's fighting uh, mutant hulks, so, so and I, meeting I, all these kind of people. Yeah. I actually uh, read some Oh, you of read it. it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've only in read like, the first issue. In preparation for this movie, I, I read the first issue and a few others as yeah. well. So apparently what happened in the actual comics of, of Old Man Logan is they, um, all a bunch of supervillains, right, uh, I believe like Doctor Doom and a number of other, other folks, they, um, they all got together and came up with a way to wipe out a majority of superheroes. And then, um, having lost so many of their, of their allies, the Hulk or Bruce Banner, he basically lost control of the Hulk. Um, and the Hulk went wild and, and basically destroyed the other Oh, there's Super a persona Rose. that probably, uh, you know, a Hulk persona, the maestro, something like that. I think, or, I'm not, I'm not quite okay. sure, but you, 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 well, but you, you know, the, the Hulk, Hulk went bad. The Hulk went bad. Well, well, the Hulk itself, right, outside of Bruce Banner's control, yeah. is not good or bad. It's just rage, right? Yeah, yeah. So it went off and just destroyed a bunch of people, and um, there's very few people that are left, like yeah. Wolverine and Hawkeye, like you yeah. said, and there's a handful of right. few people. Like Spider-Man, Peter Parker is still around. So I haven't, I haven't read it. I, I want to go read it, but it's actually one of the better Wolverine stories from what I heard. So this, that's it's totally out of continuity, though. Yeah. It's not exactly that, so it's kind of related. This, 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 it's, it's very loose in the sense that it's an older Logan where yeah. where uh, <laughs> the superheroes are wiped out and the yeah. world is kind of apocalyptic. Yeah. And so, and then I thought. They don't exactly tell you what happened or why they're the only ones left, right? They, they don't explicitly say it, right? They kind of imply a lot of stuff. And now, literally, they imply. They imply. So there's no actual, you don't actually know then, right? Yeah. They no. don't. Okay. In, in, the, comic, in like, the comics, they, they tell you. They tell you exactly what happened. Oh, but in this one. In this year, no. I was like, I gotta yeah. ask the guys, yeah. what happened? Yeah, West Westchester incident. And it's all speculation. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like uh, Professor X lost oh, control no. of his powers and something happened, and that was a Westchester incident where a bunch of mutants died. That's but what yeah, I got from it. Or he wiped out a lot of people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a long movie, and that's the other thing. It, it kinda, I was like, the whole time I was waiting, I was like, okay, they're going to explain what happened, right? At some point, and then and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so actually, that, this is actually one of my big talking points in my notes. So I'll, I'll, I'll jump into this a little bit. Yes, um, so I know so, that... So, it, let's just transition over to you then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. So, I mean, Arthur, you, you, you brought up a couple great points and I, I want to take the one that we said you know this is a character driven movie this, that's what everybody's saying about it right and I, I, I completely agree and I understand and I like that it is a character driven movie I couldn't help but be hungry and just interested in terms of understanding what the heck happened yeah. that's, what, that's, that's what I was telling you yeah. um, but I did point out I did notice a couple of like things that, that the director did include in there to like for social commentary though like Wow. The world is not completely apocalyptic, right? Right. Not as bad as the book. Uh, there is um, some interesting things like uh, they they show Vegas pretty pretty heavily, right. and Vegas seems to be doing very well, uh, whereas other parts of America seems to be pretty darn destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, I, I thought that was interesting. Um, they talked a lot about uh, they talked a lot about um, how like this U.S. company basically went to Mexico and was experimenting on children yeah. because the laws wouldn't allow them to do it in in, in yeah. the U.S. Right? Test two mutants. Test two mutants. They talked. They showed how like those machines were tilling the farms, like those gigantic machines. So I mean, I I, I definitely think he's you know saying something about like large corporations essentially right. self-driving trucks, the self-driving trucks, the oh, self-driving yeah. cars, yeah. or the driverless cars, right? Um, 
It's interesting that Logan was essentially driving for Uber. Right? <laughs> he, he basically became an Uber driver. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, his dad yeah, was basically yeah, like right. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, I thought that was pretty darn funny. Um, and, uh, and the fact that they were going to Canada for safety. Yeah. I thought that was actually, I don't know, I thought that was pretty funny. What? Oh, Canada for safety. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they right. were going to the north. And yeah, I, I think that's where it was. Was it North Dakota? Uh, and just, just beyond the border. Yeah, like yeah it was just beyond the border. Right. Yeah, into Canada. Into yeah. Canada, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Westchester incident. I mean, I was just really curious to know more about what what yeah. happened to you know Professor X. But definitely, you know, some sort of backlash that, or some some sort of terrible event that created a huge backlash against mutants. And did they explain why there were no more mutants? Yes, I think they said that there was yeah. they had some sort of suppression. Yeah, so that that right. doctor, that bad scientist, said like they introduced like a cure, right? Or introduced some chemical in vitamins and food products, and then spread it out over the years, so that as the you know as you ate it in your diet, it started to so I guess suppress your mutant genes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they did it very in a stealth way, but it took years. I know that that, that doctor, I think that scientist, explained it at the end. So why is, I know why Wolverine's alive because he's general. Why is it? Professor's still alive. Like, why is he not? Because he's so old. Like, we didn't die off with the other mutants. I think, I think he's just old. Yeah, he's just aged. But, they, but Logan is like hundreds of years old. Man, like, I think the other mutants died off out of old age, right? They didn't like no, 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 no. I, I think. Well, there's some new ones, but I think because the scientists did all that stuff, you know, they suppressed mutants, either new emerging ones or ones that are existing. Or oh, they suppressed their because I think they introduced these things in, in food sources. And then over the years, as you know, you spread out with food and products, consumer products. That that was what I got because that was he was explaining it, saying, "Look, we wiped out all you guys, right?" This uh, is how we did. I thought there was a reason why Professor X was also alive, like to some part of his ability. Yeah. Or something yeah, well, I think part of the reason is because he was hiding out. Because if you remember when uh, Pierce came to look for him, they actually didn't know where he was. Right. Mm-hmm. Same with Wolverine. They were trying to locate the two of them. They were more or less. Somehow successfully hiding out. I'll also mention too that I believe the movie was taking place in 2029. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I also will point out that the use of the of the phrase "new mutants" was probably intentional. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another rewrite opportunity. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, it's it's been a while, and I think that the two of them just so for whatever reason were were able to evade. Uh, and I think Caliban, the character in that movie, was actually um, at one point helping them. To um, find mutants. Yeah, right. I mean, and that's part of the that. was so successful. Yeah, the hunter, or yeah, he's, he's a tracker. mutant. He's a mutant tracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny when you, you were saying the new mutants because I I kept thinking you know those kids that they met up with in, in Eden right the other kids that were part of the uh, the Mexico experiments yes. that they were doing yeah. I couldn't help but think of um, one of them is a new mutant actually. Well, okay, yeah, I, I was thinking of, of, of what. Easter what Easter egg? What other mutants are they referencing? Was that in yeah. the storyline? Yeah, so, no. Um, they introduced Richter. He's the main, the older kid who had, yeah. like, vibrational powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's definitely, like, a new mutant. Okay. He was, from the, he was like, the, the more of the later generation new mutants, but he's definitely, like, from the new mutant class. So after the movie, I didn't know, I couldn't remember his name. I, I just turned to my wife and I said, that's Rufio. <laughs> <laughs> Little hook reference there, but, like, you know, these are, these are like, the Lost Boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... This guy is like Rufio. You know, he's kind of like the, oh, yeah, the, the yeah. young leader, the yeah. young leader of this ragtag group of yeah. you know kid mutants. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I he's not from the original great. like new mutants, but he's uh, from the later class. So Richter, uh, Exteban, okay. he has vibrational powers. Okay, 
Like, um, I, I don't want to see them do a sequel to this, but if they did, I would be quite curious about what happens to those group of, uh, of those kids. Yeah. yeah. I, they are doing a New Mutants movie. Okay. I don't think it's going to be tied into this yeah, at all. Who knows? Yeah. It's doubtful. But, I mean, but the thing is, is I think this movie benefited so much from being free from the shackles of uh, previous X-Men movies and just Mar- the Marvel Universe in general. Yeah. It gave them so much freedom to just say... Hey, this is happening. Yeah, you know, it is not. Yeah. and this is uh, this is the situation that they're in. Right, and then just it's go with it. Just go with us. Yeah, just go with us on this on this adventure. Yeah, you know, an um, alternate universe story kind of. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, right? I mean, X twenty three, you know, played by Daphne Keene, just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait to see her in more movies after this. Um, mm. I think I think she is. Uh, well, well, hopefully, if she does more movies, if they follow up with well. what they're doing in the comics, they'll make her the new Wolverine and start a franchise off it. But if this is a completely standalone movie, how would they? Well, you know, she's an Eden, she's an Eden, and they'll just start from there. You know. Oh, so sequels from the yeah, yeah totally okay. I mean, uh, I would hate that actually. But that's I don't, me. I, don't, I, don't want them to do <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they will, but I feel like that's a logical choice. Well, but if, if, but if they did, knowing that. Fox, it's like, oh, we have a new person who's going to take on Wolverine, and they're doing it in the books already, and she's great, she's young, mm. and we can do a few. I mean, I'm totally thinking of like from a, a pure business Fox perspective. Like, I wouldn't put it past them to do something like this. That, that would that would really frustrate me because I mean, I don't think that they would create a new universe. I think that they would just continue this. Yeah, old man Logan universe. They would. I don't think that it should work off of that, in my opinion. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, who knows how they would do it? But I'm just, you know, I wouldn't put it past them to to start a new Wolverine using her. Anyway, yeah. there will be a new Wolverine at some point, but uh, yeah, I don't know what it is or who yeah. it is. Oh, right, right. right. Somebody new. All right, Ronald. In the interest of time, I'm going to ask you to wrap it up. Give your yep. score if you want, but I'll give you the right to reserve your score at the end, like uh, like. Um, Arthur did, if you like. I'll give my score right now. I'll, I'll say I gave this a solid eight. Solid eight. Um, Great any movie. Closing comments? Any what? Any closing comments? Uh, no, I mean, I, I was just going to say, I mean, it was it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't think of it so much as a Marvel or X-Men or, or superhero movie. Um, and because of that, I didn't expect it to have some of the characteristics or, or traits of an X-Men movie would like, why does it, how does it fit into the timeline? And, or like, you know, yeah. why does it not adhere to, you know, these certain X or expectations? Um, well, or super or superhero tropes, right. Yeah. Which I think work to its benefit. These are the reverse right there. Whoops. These are the re- this is a classic reverse picture. Um, she's actually a reaver. But the Reavers are, are augmented humans who hate mutants. Yeah. So if you notice in the movie, a lot of them have biomechanics, especially around their yeah. arms. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of a staple of what a Reaver is. And Pierce himself was doing the modifications to the humans, and he eventually became modified himself. But Deathstrike was actually a Reaver, too, in case you guys didn't know. Oh, that lady Deathstrike? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, she joins the Reavers for other reasons. I, mean, I, thought, I, thought, the lady, I thought Lady Deathstrike was a daughter of... Somebody, oh, Shinjin. Big. Oh, yeah, that's getting into Logan lore. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, never yeah all the movies are very different. Um, yeah. But you'll see some guys that tank bottoms and things like that, too. Yeah. But yeah. So, I was waiting what? to see that, actually. That, is, I wonder yes, how that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah that would have been cool. That would have been a good throw. <laughs> what? All right, Ronald. Eight. Eight. Yep. Uh, out of ten. Not bad. 
Okay. All right, Ron, you pick. Who do you want to hear from next? Ooh. Pick. I'm always interested to hear what Nick has to say. Voice uh, of the ignorant masses. Oh, well, yeah. No, I, I, I liked it a lot, obviously. It was, even though... Obviously. <laughs> I, you know, Rufin was one of my favorite characters. I always talk about him as the true leader of the X-Men. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a couple oh things happened. Gosh. Arthur, like, hyped it up for me. Even with that, I took a book out of a page from Anthony Blue. I was like, I just tried not to watch any of these. Like, anytime there's a preview on TV, I was like, turn away or turn it off. I can um, do the same thing. Right? But I still like was like, whoa, when I wanted to know the old man. Really <laughs> you know, good. I'm the purist, but I, I dislike them putting Logan and um, Mystique at the forefront of the X universe. I, I, yeah, I kind of would have liked to have seen it traditional. I mean, I get that they're really popular and stuff, but it just seemed like doing that was a lot of pandering. You know, I love Hugh Jackman. I love the character. Pandering for sure. I'm but, not a fan of Mystique, but like with the Wolverine, I just—it's <laughs> like the um, the violence of it, and like the, the he is—he is their most popular character. I mean, yeah, yeah, they became yeah. more popular characters, and and the, the yeah. stars, the actors were bigger. And, yeah, you know, like actors, yeah, for sure. And I always like you know he's a violent character, he great, brings great action, and all the stuff that I thought was lacking from all the X Men movies, I'm like. Why don't they get a little more grab? He's got claws. And this was, I was like, oh, yeah. finally. There's the claw work I've been waiting for. So what did it for me, really, is the claw work in this movie. I was like, claw oh, work. my work. God. The claw work blew me away. I was like, oh, through the, through the chin, out the top of the skull. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, they took it a step further. They had claws yeah. coming out of every part of anybody's face anywhere. I mean, any angle you could take a face out with He's claws. Okay, and slow motion when they're stuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I looked at kind of like Nick Choi, man. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Those scenes. I was like, wow. It makes it, it makes a apocalypse seem lame, huh? His Wolverine scene that everyone seemed to love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where he, now no. there's no blood. He's just like, yeah. It just seems super lame now. <laughs> I hate that. I don't. I don't see how you can watch the action in this and then go back to, to the standard, you know, X Men. Yeah, it's like fighting. I'm like, wow. You know, this is kind of the generic slashing. This was just like, whoa. Yeah, they have to keep me. it PG ish with Wolverine, yeah. which is hard. But yeah, this one, it's like, oh. No, yeah, yeah. They went there. <laughs> well, this is the only R-rated X Men movie they put out, right? Yeah. Right. True. As a big Wolverine fan, that's probably one of the aspects of the movie I appreciated the most: the, the claw work, <laughs> the, the, claw. the graphic nature of the, the scenes. <laughs> Uh, on top of the action, the the acting, like I think you guys touched, was really good. I thought the the scenes with uh, Hugh Jackman, um, yeah, um, Patrick Stewart, and then the little girl, they were just so good. I thought like the interaction between Patrick Stewart and, and Wolverine, it was like a, it really reminded me of like a father son who was you know, yeah. like really trying to take care of his aging dad kind of thing. You know, he's like, yeah. and it had like a really different side to both characters, like kept. Like the whole nature, you know, he was like so different. Yeah, the cussing, the like kind of, kind of losing control right. was so different from all the other times he's played, you know, effects. And then, um, and we'll you know, Nick, before you go on, that's a great call off because, you know, if you really take a look at it, even the comic books, um, I think in a lot of ways, um, Logan had respect for Xavier like a father. Um, and in a lot of ways, he credits him for making him the man he was, or at least he became, right? And so to see them sort of change roles, especially when you look at a father or a son taking care of his aged father, I think that's a very, very good observation, personally. Yeah, you could see it. Even though he's, like, super frustrated, it's like, he's, yeah. like, he's still he's trying to care for him. You know, he's like, hey, we'll leave him, right? He yeah, won't leave him. And then that's the other side of the world. We're just the two of them. He goes that far. 
right? Yeah. And so yep. you see uh, him when he comes through, he's like just devastated, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly one of my points I was going to bring up, um, is that just knowing uh, X-Men and just kind of growing up with you know Wolverine and his story, it's a really good point that, you know, the entire time Professor X is trying to rein in Wolverine, trying to take care of him, like, don't go too crazy, like, you belong here, you're like, you know, he keeps him, like, part of his family, and I think it was a really, like, um, maturation of, of their relationship um, in that, you know, now that Logan is taking care of Professor X, and basically, yeah, he is his dad, and he's taking care of him, and, like, basically doing whatever he can to help him. And, and I, re- I, I really like that, that dynamic. And, Cause it's kind of, for, for me, it's kind of like a full circle of where mm-hmm. he was from the beginning yeah. of X-Men. Yeah. Everything's full circle. He's like taking care mm-hmm. of him. He's like doing everything. And that, I like that relationship as, and as contrasted to like the Wolverine and his, you know, X-23. Yeah. They didn't really force that. Like he wasn't, was like, okay, it's my daughter. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they kind of forced it at the end. That's one of my criticisms at the end when she's like, the daddy, daddy part. But in a, oh, really? Talk about that, please. Too much yeah. emotion for. Oh yeah. That, that, but, oh, okay. So the other part I liked was that the little girl. She was so intense. Yeah. Like the first time, without talking, yeah. she conveyed everything like with her face. Like, I was yeah. like, whoa, she's, she's like, scary. She's smoldering. Right. But she's also like a little kid. But yeah. like when she gets into like the, the, the juxtaposition, like the innocent sunglasses yeah. and the outfit, yeah, yeah, it's really a funny. Girl. Yeah, and I really bought it that she had the characteristics of like a young Wolverine, like that she had that intensity, the violence, the kind of like all that. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked, I liked it when she started talking. I thought she was good too, but I liked it even more when she wasn't talking. I was like, dang, she's just like she can convey a lot. Yeah, yeah, she's really carrying that role. She's really selling it. I, I did. Then, then when she got to the end, it was okay. But it was talking. I thought it was still good, especially maybe because it was Spanish and all that. But mm. <laughs> it's like, racist, Nick. <laughs> the, the last part where she's like, "Daddy, whatever." I was like, ah, I yeah, uh, I'm okay. I have to admit, I'm with Nick on this one. I was like, uh, I thought that was a little forced. That was actually an Easter egg for the second movie. They said, "Oh, what? What, what do you mean?" What do you mean? So the director said in the The Wolverine, what's her name? Yukio, right? Like the gal she was hanging out with in Japan says, I've seen your future. You will die with your heart in your hand. Right? And then it was symbolic. And Wolverine's like, okay, uh, you will die with, you know, holding your heart in your hand. And it's like, is that literal or is that, you know, metaphorical? And then here he's holding the hand of X23, which is his heart, which is symbolically his daughter. That was, I mean, she doesn't have to say daddy. Like, we kind of get the point. Like, it's yeah, the same exactly. blood. <laughs> it was like, they didn't need to do it. And it, it kind of, it pushed their relationship to a sappy. Because before that, it was just kind of like, there's this kind of closeness. understanding between like, a closeness, a bond, yeah. but not like, then, then she was like, I was like, ah, oh, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> I know, that's I what I said too. I was like, what? You guys not like that. He, she said it? Yeah. No, no. I, I, I don't like what? the word daddy. Like, I don't, I, I don't yeah, understand why yeah. her as a character, why she would say that. Yeah, yeah, but she's what, what, what also a Wolverine. What do you expect to say? Logan. You know, nothing. Yeah. nothing. Don't say nothing. anything. Yeah. No, if she had said nothing, it would have been so much better, I think. Like, cause cause the, I she could have so much with just her know, performance. Like, she's she's not her dad. Like, she's going to say whatever she needs to say now because he's bad. He and, 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 and I do think that, you know, so she didn't have a dad, right? She didn't She, she wasn't really. Her she wasn't really. She's the closest thing. Yeah, the closest thing. I mean, she eventually kind of looked up to him as a 
father figure as a dad figure. Yeah, but I just felt like it would be much more know. powerful I, if she didn't say like "daddy." That's <laughs> exactly how I felt. <laughs> I don't know something in Spanish. I don't. Know. It's the racism. You know, what daddy. Papa probably For me, it felt a little bit out of character because she was so intense and everything. Okay. All we do and she's like, "Daddy." Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Broken, right? Yeah, but I mean, she still conveyed being like a little girl before without going there. You know, okay. like you know, like just with her appearance and her mannerisms. So, Lulu's not allowed to call you dad anymore. Tough it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny that you guys praise her performance and then slam her for this. No, I, I think I, I don't. I don't I think, think it breaks. The acting was the acting. Yeah, was the acting is fine. fine. The line. That line, yeah, yeah. No, not her performance. That line, yeah. I felt like was out of. Because I'll explain later, but I don't think her performance was as good as everyone says it is. Oh. Okay, I'll get into the rest. So, um, yeah, the Logan, like the the Wolverine character, I thought it was really great because it showed the whole new side of him, where he's like caring, but also really. Still kept true to his like violent, good like nature. Uh, the scene like when there was the Wolverine on Wolverine fighting, I had like a little shiver. I was like, oh no! <laughs> that scene, I was like, oh, it's gonna get crazy. That was like, probably like one of my favorite uh, scenes. That Wolverine on Wolverine where they just went went at it. Um, and then yeah, most of the other stuff I think you guys kind of answered. I was kind of curious about like you know, what what happened, like all that. Yeah, but, hey, you know, some, there's some funkiness where okay, you drop a. Okay, this is like nitpicky comic stuff, right? I forgot to mention. Sorry, like you drop a truck on the on a clone Wolverine, and he's able to like claw himself out really quick. I'm like, look, you're not super strong. How can you get out of that so quickly? Okay, it's a movie, fine. And then how do you use an adamantium bullet to blow another adamantium skull apart? I'm kind of like <laughs> that part. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, and that's where my comic kind of thingy kind of kicks in. I'm like, look, that okay, it's it's a movie. I'll just let it go. I agree, and at that point in the movie, I was just like, like I know that they're like, okay, we just have to end it. So like, yeah, you need to find like, a solution. Thanks for ending it. I'm glad you did something. You yeah. know, adamantium. I guess adamantium should not do anything. That's always a problem I've had with. It. Well, so, they so. did that in the, the Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, they chopped his claws, and it took me out. Right. Of that and, movie. No, they also blew his. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it did something. And it dented his. Dented his head, which is like no. The the adamantium sword against adamantium claws thing, chopping that off. That that ruins. All yeah, that stuff. Yeah. It took me out completely. Yeah. But anyway, but, go on. Uh, and then everything, uh, I think that, oh, I even like the acting of the, the bad guy, the main bad guy. Yeah, he was I really, thought he was very good. I thought he did a really great job. Yeah, he was excellent. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're right, I am, you know, you brought up a really good point, which I think I, I was too hung up on the plot. It's really not a plot driven, yeah. it's a really character driven movie. And for that, it's, you know, I think I was, I was gonna give it, I'll give it my score now too. I, I was gonna give it like a, a 8.5, but you know, really, it's character driven, so for that, I'll give it like a 9. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, for someone who loves action and shit, action in here was top notch. Based on character, I'm going to give it a 9. You could not have okay. given me a better Wolverine action. Yeah. It's part of his character and action. As far as Wolverine action, I could not have asked for any better Wolverine style action for me. For me, it was it was pretty excellent action. Uh, he went right, out. Give it a nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Who wants to go next? Wow. Uh, okay. Because it should be someone on the phone, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go. You can go to whoever you want. Kind of like a secret Santa, right? Yeah, boo. Let's go with the boo. My boo. All right. Uh, I'll be quick about mine. I'll be quick about mine. Uh, pros. So to me, this is like. So I know that. Uh, the director's James Mangold. Like I like a lot of his old stuff. He's a really big Western fan. And what is this stuff? This, I don't actually know. What, oh, what so he's this? done like uh, he's done Walk the Line. He's done Three Ten to Yuma. He did, did Copland. Uh, he did the Last Wolverine movie. 
anyway. Okay. So, I mean, I just know he looks, he loves Western. He says every film of his is a Western, and I really feel like this was just a Western with a guy with claws, like with, with some meat. <laughs> yeah, right? I can see that. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of, I, I love that he just went for it. He's just like, fuck the timeline. I'm just going to do my own thing way in the future. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to care about, you know, what's happened in the past and try to fit that in, in there. And, and I really appreciated that. Um, yeah, like you guys said, this is more about a character, and I feel like this is the most accurate, uh, to me, depiction of uh, Wolverine, Logan, uh, as a character. Um, I really feel like he he got kind of the essence of an older Logan. He's kind of damaged. He's pretty much dep- like sad, depressed, and he's kind of just relegated to whatever life of just taking care of, of, of uh, himself and, and Professor X, which I thought was, was really good. Um uh, again, the, the, I think the action scenes were r- r- done really well. Um, obviously the violence was, was good, but, uh, the Las Vegas scene was really, uh, done well also. Like, I think that's how you innovate on, like, a Quicksilver scene. Like, in Days of Future Past. Uh, yeah, we're, everyone like, rose, rose in. Yeah. yeah. Apocalypse is like, they just did the same thing. This is right. like, you know, moving this, like, doing it differently. Which I thought yeah. was really, really good. Um, some of the things I did not expect to happen, which I, I really like, is that it keeps it kind of grounded. Is is the family that Logan sees? They all died. Like <laughs> even a kid, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is like, oh damn! For like first the wife dies, the kid dies, and then the, the you know the dad dies. Like oh damn, everybody died. Um, which you don't typically. I, don't see don't expect that. I yeah. did not expect that. Yeah, that, that was yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even even the way Professor X dies, like I. I was like, what? That's super sad. Like, he basically dies thinking that Logan killed him or something. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, he, he says some, like, this is a happy him. life. Like, we always wanted or whatever, something like that. And then he dies. Like, I was like, oh, what? I felt bad. I felt bad. Well, actually, no, I think he he knew, right? Because the actual Logan yeah, he tells him. afterwards. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. He wasn't dead yet. Yeah. Oh. So I think he. Okay. You're, last, you're right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, kind of sad. Um, Super telegraph, though. Really? I didn't yeah. see it coming at all. No, the whole scene, you're just like, oh, yeah, he's super dead. Yeah, I mean, I expect him to die, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah, I expect both characters to die. That seems way too obvious. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I really did enjoy the ending um, of him. Being buried and then the the the, the cross to the X. I don't, know, really yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that anywhere. Um, even though it seems kind of obvious, but uh, it's just, it's not about just the movie. It's also about all these years of of Hugh Jackman and it's his last one. So, right. um, yeah, I really like that. Um, and you know, I saw that. I actually didn't know what I was going to feel about. I I saw what she was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be almost silly contrived, but mm-hmm. when it was done, I felt, oh no, it, it was appropriate. It was well done. Yeah, so. I agree. I actually did like it too, but as it started, I started to like, you know, hold back and go, oh, oh this is going to be kind of goofy, melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, I agree. I felt the exact same way you did that. I was like, oh no, please don't. And I was like, uh, <laughs> all right, all right, I guess. Um, well all right, to my cons, villain was to me pretty generic. Um, I, I, he had a lot of potential at the beginning, but I just kind of like, man, just another villain. And then the mirror, the mirror of Wolverine was like, ah, oh, whatever. Seems mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, copping mm-hmm. out. Um, 
You, you uh, know what? I don't think the movie was really about a villain, though, in a lot of ways. In a lot of movies, you have like a, uh, an antagonist who helps drive the story. They, they did in this one, too, but to a lesser degree. I think it was really more a, a drama than it was a good guy versus a bad guy. The lesser degree. Yeah, and for the reason, I'd say it was well. And you can see that that's kind of what they were doing, because when they actually gave the professor significant screen time, they, they killed him really quick. I think that's almost a statement of, you know, you're, you're just here. For, to drive Wolverine's character development, you're not really the point of this movie. Yeah, agreed. But I feel like you can also build like a villain or something. Like I, I, the, I, I listened to the podcast. Like they talked about how he was just like his, he fought against the worst thing to him, which is himself. Like basically his mirror self and how he hates himself. So, eh, whatever. Okay. Um, it's a nice way to allow Hugh Jackman to cut loose and play a, a really bad guy. You know, an evil Wolverine, right? Before he leaves the character, yeah, I look at it that way. He wasn't even that evil; he was just kind of mindless, right? Just, yeah, pure just a good evil violence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second point of my cons here. Uh, what Nick's point was was the, the that whole daddy line. I don't know why I, that caught me so bad. Um, and the last, <laughs> me too. The last piece. It's like when uh, two people kiss in a romance, but you don't see how they fell in love with each other, right? Is it kind of like that? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like a little, as yeah. that girl. I don't know why you would just usual. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. I'm skipping it. Okay. Um, <laughs> the I had a weird. I don't know. Maybe this is just me because none of you guys brought it up, but. His healing powers are maybe a little in- inconsistent. Like, he got shot at the beginning of the movie, and he was able to get those bullets out, and then at the end, basically his healing just stopped working. Um, I just, I don't know. Maybe, I thought maybe right. it would do I, something. I feel like the Wolverine healing ability is, is, is always such a problem. That I've, I've stopped I've yeah. stopped complaining about it because yeah. Yeah. it's such a problem. I mean, yeah. Totally. It's fluctuation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have done some things to... Like, he has or whatever, like he's getting well, more sick from the inside. It's adamantium poisoning. Adamantium, yeah. yeah. So that could be... They could have built to that, though. I mean, it's just like, it, yeah. it works yeah. in one scene at the beginning, and it doesn't work at the end. I'm just saying. They no, but they never true, right? It. It's like, you're left, the viewer's left to guess what's going on, yeah. and yeah. almost everyone's going to have the wrong answer, because yeah. how ambiguous that power is. Yeah. Did anything to do with, like, quote-unquote, invincibility oh. is always hard to walk around. You know, it, it, I mean, it happens all the time in superhero movies. So, like, yeah. that was my my big gripe uh, about Jessica Jones is that like she's super strong and able to destroy How all these things. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, what's the limit? Same with you know Luke, right? It's a classic superhero issue, right? You know, I normally have a problem with that too, but in this movie, I didn't find it so bad off because they specifically had that serum, and what happened was he basically burned his metabolism out. Is what it came down but to. You came I mean, up with your rationalization. Yeah. Uh, it seemed to me ecological. I mean, I didn't question it. And even as you you saying it now, it didn't seem too odd to me. Not like some movies where I've seen where he heals in an instant versus, you know, a few minutes later or he has to rest for a couple of days. Yeah. It did and seem it, super inconsistent to me. It might too much because he was, you know, he's progressively getting worse. Yeah, he was already dying, dying. So it didn't bother me I'm too like, much. Oh, he's going to die now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see it as a nitpick, but it, it's it, a minor. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, yeah. It didn't uh, ruin yeah. the movie for me. Um, yep. Did any of you guys expect. The, the grave to move at the end like yeah. Superman or no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did so pissed. I, I almost so did. Pissed. I was kind of like waiting for the exit. Uh, <laughs> uh, like a pebble uh, to stir. I was half expecting because you know at the end of the day it's still a Fox movie right? 
I didn't know Xavier was going to die. That's why I didn't. that wasn't apparent to me. I was oh, like, okay. what? I was almost <laughs> sure he was going to live to the end and go wow. on to whatever. I knew they were going to both So die, it totally, so like, wow. It like, totally blew me away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was glad I moved. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, one other thing, yeah, I wanted to point out, just like the whole... Uh, I, I like how they kept it vague about the storyline and the background and you just kind of, this is sort of a a new like adventure. You kind of get minimal background and you can fill it in on your own. I, and I appreciated that. I didn't really need a specific reason for every single little thing that happened up to that point. Um, but uh, otherwise I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I'm probably going to, probably going to be on my top 10 list. I don't know. We'll see at the end of the year. Um, but uh, my score for giving it now, I give it a 8.5. Wow. Ooh, nice. Wow. Nice. Blue scale? Nice. It's pretty high. Right, <laughs> wow. good. Right on. All right, Mr. Boo, who would you like to hear from next? Uh, we'll go, we'll go with Kai, and then since you're a host, we'll take, we'll go with you last. Uh, Mr. Kai. Okay. Here we go. All right. Oh, All right. Wait, 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 wait. Rain to hate. <laughs> Get your umbrellas, fellas. Kai <laughs> has a different kind of hate than Anthony does. So this hey, Kai, move, move in closer to the mic if you can. Yeah, Just yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I will preface by saying that I, I, I did enjoy this film. Mm. And I do think it's one of the best. I, I, you can't really call it an X-Men film. Right, but yeah. it's it's the, that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bar's pretty low anyway, so it's not like yeah. that's, that's <laughs> you kind of just like lift your foot and then you're over. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, they they take two they take yeah. two of the best characters in the X Men series and put them in a movie together. Pretty hard to fuck that up, right? So I was kind of like, all right, the actors, they had two yeah. good actors. Yeah. Too. I was like, yeah. all right, you put two good actors and two good characters in a movie. I'm not gonna give you guys too many points for doing a good movie because if you if you screw this up, like you know, heaven forbid you do anything, you know, in the future. So <laughs> they've been worse. Yeah. So Kai, wait, wait before you go on, wouldn't it be sick? Just because I, I just thought of this because you said, wouldn't it be sick if we had like a buddy R-rated Cyclops and Wolverine pick movie? I think that would be. Wait, I don't like cool. that'd be like a bad cop buddy yeah. movie because like that, they're that's, awesome. that's essentially what Deadpool two is gonna be. Cable and Deadpool. Like if we're going back to that, I seriously hated the the relationships between him, Jean, Jean Grey, and Cyclops. The love triangle. Like fuck, dude, that was so. That's classic. Uh, man, so yeah, but I, I think you're you're thinking about it from the movie side, though, right? It's not good at all. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. The movie is not the movie yeah. way they're doing is not good. Yeah, yeah and they shatter Cyclops. Kai, so oh, you're yeah. talking about the, no, they, the movie <laughs> side, right? <laughs> Great character. Yeah, I'm talking about the original series. The original series, Cyclops. Movie. Well, I'm just thinking as characters. I think it would be. Better. Not, not um, yeah, I agree with you. James Marsden, what it was like, whatever. But I think as characters, uh, yeah, yeah. that would be pretty fun. Movie. Better than an alien Professor X? Dude, you can't top that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything. Dementor Ridden Picard? He has seizures. Yeah, so I, I mean, we've known the relationship between him and Professor X. You know, they, they hit the, oh, I brought you in. You're a wild animal. You know, so I'm here to help you. I'm glad they like didn't just stop there and went a little bit further and say, you know, Logan, you need to have a little bit higher of a capacity to both love yourself and potentially love someone else. You know, like the the tired trope of anyone I care about dies, right? Like you you see that in so many shows. Um, it's crazy, but it was it was nice to see them kind of 
bounce off each other. And to me, the full circle was him physically taking care of, of Charles and having that be his responsibility. And at least not like totally ditching the world and being a complete loner. He totally could have, but he was like, you know what? Like subconsciously, I know for a fact, Charles is absolutely a huge reason why I'm even alive today. So that was kind of nice. And I, I liked the girl for the fact that she didn't do a bad job. Uh, I don't think it was difficult to do a bad job here because the, so anger as an emotion is probably the easiest thing to act like ever. Right. Like people always tell young actors to never do angry monologues or things starting out the career because it's just the easiest thing to do. So she did a, she did a good job to hold like her own to like make an impact in the film. But like a lot of people are saying like, Oh yeah, she's the best thing in the world. And I'm like, I don't, it's not like she's good. And I hope she has a good career. Um, I think it's something that she could certainly springboard up into, but uh, playing an angry X 23 is not a hard job. It's not the anger, it was the for me, intensity. But that's yeah. it's easy, I, right? You just turn intensity it up. Is not you, easy. Just, you just yell a little bit louder. Well, baby Anakin, he was supposed to be intense. <laughs> How'd that work out? I hate <laughs> oh, dang. But that's not even oh, intense, man. right? He was supposed oh, to be intense. Not easy. Not oh, easy. Wait, what are you talking about? Moody teenager, right? That's oh, like boring as fuck. She's just constantly angry. No, but no, she wasn't just angry, no, though. Yeah, she had some too. simmering things that was just there, but yeah. she was holding it. It was like a quiet, intense thing. It was a quiet thing. It wasn't just angry. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. Sure, I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm, I'm a little with Kai in this one. I thought she got so much praise, and I was like, it was fine. It was good. But <laughs> like, this is enough. Awesome. praise is like, what the hell? But the way that people were talking about her, I'm like, you guys need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, but nothing like amazing. You so. know, I tell you, my my impression of her. <laughs> do the comparison to Baby Anakin and her. Now, now what do you think? That's, 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 that's not comparison. So. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I just want to say why you guys are talking about her and you know the praise she's gotten. You know, I, I I agree with you guys in that it's not like the best thing in the world, but but to see somebody that young perform this well and, and with that kind of range, I thought it was impressive, and it, it initially reminded me of a young Natalie Portman from The Professional. Um, yes. and, and the key word is, is maturity. Yeah. Because she didn't speak a lot, though, it doesn't really say how much she can springboard from it. But at least from delivering an emotional performance without having to say anything, she's definitely there, right? And, and if if she does get springboard options from this, and and it shows that her her verbal acting is as good as her emotional acting, I I think that the praise is probably um, correct. But but we have yet to see. I think we really don't know. Yeah, I think it's a good start. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you guys yeah. for the most part. I think it's a good start, but certain, yeah, I, I don't know. People were were dick-riding her pretty hard. <laughs> you could have made that. that. That's a really good comparison with Natalie Portman, the professional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never seen it, so I, I wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, Kai? What the fuck? Uh, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Dear. oh my gosh! It, it was. Is that from like the 80s or something? Oh, oh dear. Dear. <laughs> does it matter? Uh, this is the part where Kai makes. Matter. Why do you care what decade it's from? Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just trying to wonder if it came out before I was born. Does it matter? I think not. Star Wars didn't. I came out where you were born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but he only gives a pass. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sure. Keep going, Kai. Keep going. Yeah. So I. I mean, like, barring, like, some of the plot hole inconsistencies, I do agree that the villain was, I mean, to me, the villain was just, like, a plot mover, you know? He's there to be, yeah. 
just yeah. someone who presents the character, the X-23 character, and then increases the suspense because, you know, he's like the MacGuffin device to say, okay, if you don't do anything, she's going to die, right? So you got to take care of her because he's hunting her. And um, that helped them move the story along. I, I felt it was a little bit belabored um, because it, it took a little bit of time. Right. And like about halfway through the film, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is gonna, this is just gonna like be a long story of, of, of Logan and Charles. And then, you know, X23 gets, gets hopped in there. And, um, I, I was trying to wonder what like the payoff was gonna be at the end. I didn't really expect like some, you know, child versus, you know, soldier fight here, uh, which was pretty shitty. Cause like, uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like, so you have to, so you have this guy, right, who's like created all these, you know, fake mutants, and they're like the most garbage soldiers, soldiers ever, right? Like it was just, it was kind of weird. Uh, the, the they they're children. No, I know they're children. So they really tiptoed around that, right? Like the even the violence between Wolverine versus Wolverine, they didn't show any of the gore there because it could have been really bad. They are pretty gory. No, no, no. The claws to the bicep. I'm talking about like them literally clawing each other like there was you know chest cavity open like they didn't show any of that and then same with the fight scenes with the girl right like obviously they're not going to show any like child violence there but that backpack was invincible that backpack was invincible they could, have done, they could have done a good uh, pro, pro, like brand promotion there. You know? right. <laughs> Jansport. Jansport. Oakley backpack. Yeah. Jansport. 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 And it pulls onto the very simple theme of, you know, you came in as a rogue agent. I brought you in under my house. You're kind of a chaotic good guy, right? Everyone kind of loves the character. It's like a nice hoorah to send him off into the, the you know, the distance. And I, I, at the end of the movie, bought into the relationship between him and X-23. Because it's not super deep, but it's, it's enough for him to just be like, you know what? Charles is always right. I ended up absolutely having some connection with her because despite what I always say, which is, Oh, I'll never care about anyone and I'll, and I'll never hurt people because that's, you know, it's my defense mechanism. It always ends up happening that he has a good heart with it. Yeah. Sure. And that, that resolution at the end, you know, pays off with, with her. Yeah. And she's a child actor, so I don't really care what she says. Right? Like her performance was fine. And, and I felt it believable that she was, you know, definitely devastated. Um, by his loss, and actually really appreciated the fact that she was the only one that had that much of an impact on his loss, because the other kids are like, we gotta go, man. Yeah, yeah. And this guy yeah. saved her life, and they're piecing out, and I'm like, I can believe that. Because mm-hmm. these kids have been through so much shit, and they only see this guy the one day. Or just, like one, it's just like one more death. Yeah, yeah, right? So I was really happy that the kids didn't join in on her her circle around him. And, and I'm yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like that would have been really canned. So I was really happy they did that and that she was the only one that was truly hurting from the loss there. So that, you know, Kai, I think that's the reason why, although it bothered um, sort of Nick and, and Anthony, it didn't bother me when she said daddy because to a large degree, Wolverine is sort of a unique character in 
the hero universe in some ways because of, number one, the amount of violence he does as a good guy. Number two, the amount of anger he actually has to manage all the time. And then running into a person who is of a very similar nature and then sort of having the connection um, and then him seeing, you know, all the things that everybody else had to manage. It, it seemed to make sense to me that she would have that deep-seated emotion for him, especially since she, and that's where she also didn't have parents either. I mean, you know, she never even really even seen the convenience store, right? Or even like rats sat on a horse. So her version of what she would call a daddy, given the experience she had in life, made a lot of sense to me. But but the way you called it out there and, and how, you know, um, they actually did a good job of building in their relationships that was believable at the end when he died and that you could feel it. I, I thought it was uh, an excellent, an excellent execution. And he, yeah, to, to me, I actually, that was a little bit of a, a like a sore point for me was how, how quickly she was like kind of subtly matured, right? Because mm-hmm. she's, she's supposedly some test tube mutant, right? That has never gone outside of a facility and her ability to like function and not be like completely like batshit crazy and like just so socialized, just so socialized. Well, just the kids, right? Like they haven't been socialized to any like to no. something yeah. as crowded as Vegas. I agree with that. Like yeah. what the fuck? And then that could be really distracting. And then the fact that like he falls asleep in the car, and then you know she fucking like You're is mature guys. enough to say, "Hey, you need to take, you need yeah, to sleep." Yeah. And then, oh, I'm gonna drive to you know middle of fucking nowhere to get to Eden, right? Like she's oh, yeah, capable of navigating good. herself to like. I was just like, what? So I kind of had to pull out of myself a little bit and say, all right, fine. I'm it's a movie. Gonna, Guess what? Let's go. We're taking yeah, the movie. Yeah, we need yeah. to fucking get to eat it. Exactly. So let's let her get to eat it. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, like, I think she's smarter than you're giving her credit for. Um, Wolverine himself, too, although a extremely violent man. Um, there was a comic book I read one time that um, expressed the fact that Wolverine was hyper-intelligent, at least on the battle, and that um, his mind works so fast that it's equivalent um, of trying to beat um, 12 chess masters at the same time to try to beat him. What? I've never heard that one. Yeah. So, uh, but that's... taking battle, right? <laughs> Even though green, I know it's comic book sort of silliness, but I wouldn't underestimate the um, intelligence that his genetic line would have. I'm, I'm just going that out. He's long lived, so he's probably built up a lot of wisdom over the years, too. Sure, but let's even extend it to the, the mutants that escaped, right? Like, those kids were surprisingly mature and organized for having escaped a facility that they lived their entire life. I was under the assumption that one of their mutant powers was, like, extreme intelligence and organized logistical skills. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not a mutant. I'm super, like... On top of it. Yeah, that was my point. I'm just sitting here I'm like, okay, I'm going to suspend my, I'm going to suspend my belief, you know, my disbelief again and just, okay, these kids are just adults in little tiny kid bodies. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I like, look, look, the story, I don't know why I'm trying to defend the movie, but they showed that the nurses and things are trying to give them quote unquote normal human lives. They, they had an aspect of, of socialism, <laughs> of socializing in there. Not to mention that they were smart enough to know that what we're you're trying to make us do isn't good and we don't want to do somewhere. I'd rather kill and myself. Talking about like survival skills yeah. and like organization. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think they were being bred as soldiers and that they understood survival. But they showed none of that training. They didn't Zero didn't show of that training. Yeah, I can't make that I'm assumption. I'm making a big assumption, but it didn't stand out to me as, as unbelievable. Okay. It's like one of those things that they – just kind of you fill in the blank. Yeah, that's the guy. and that's what I'm saying. I just had to fill in the blank there and say, you know what, I'm just going to accept it. It's not a super egregious issue, but I'm like, yeah. these kids are apparently super capable of dealing with themselves in a completely foreign environment. Yeah. Yep. 
you know, kind of okay. Right um, uh, I don't mean to interrupt. I have 60% left on my, my okay. laptop. 15? Yeah, so just, just to finish. 6%. I, I do, so, I mean, maybe they did it as well, just on purpose, the, the length of the film. But I, I do, I did very much feel just how tired Logan was. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's because I was tired of the movie too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, by the end of the film, I'm like, yeah, dude, just sleep, just die. <laughs> no, he did, you're right. That's a good big part of it. Like, yeah. everything he had to do, he's like, he's working as an Uber driver to buy a boat yeah. for <laughs> He's like, yeah. why do I have to work this crappy job? <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely yeah. He's, he's driving around like these the girls on like their uh, like I don't know. He's how I yeah, feel like party, on Thursday. Yeah, I'm yeah. so tired. So. <laughs> True. I, I I get I get the desperation. I get the the tiredness. You know, We're world weary. The world weary. So I was like, all right, Logan, you're you're dead. Just keep you know, you're you're good to go. Yeah. One last hurrah. So I I I was able to buy into which is the two core things. One. Believing that Logan's story is ending, I believe it. Two, basically the almost the subtle passing on of that onto X twenty three, or just like it's not even a deep relationship, but just at least some form of relationship he made at the end with, with her, and that that I could believe as well. So with those two things, I was I was like, okay, fine, this is this is definitely a good send off for the character. Yeah. So um, that plus the, the the minor issues that I have with it, I probably give the film like uh, the highest of an eight. Hmm. Right. It's, it's something that I would actually fun. recommend anyone to see. Sure. But like wouldn't be in my top ten. Alright, your top ten, Kai. Kai? Well, I don't know. The I wanna time. know. I wanna know what's in this top ten. I thought you got six we'll, percent we'll, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up at the end of the year. Yeah. We'll do a we'll do a top ten yeah, exactly. Uh, right on. Kai, what score did you give it? I got an eight. Eight. Solid eight. Right on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to jump in because Anthony's Barry is going to die. Um, but you guys have said most of it, right? Um, my opinion, I actually really didn't have a problem with the plot. I actually really did appreciate, like some of you said, the fact that, you know, they, they didn't go um, at length to explain any one particular thing. But I'll go as far as to say they did that on purpose and that they're actually saving it up and that they're going to use it later on. Um, but I really appreciate when movie makers sort of respect the intelligence of the audience to put one and two together without having to spell everything out for them. And, you know, um, this movie really showed sort of maturity of, of th- this movie to me was a lot, in a lot of ways, what, what I wanted Batman, Nolan's Batman to become, but it never happened. You know, the very first Batman movie looked good. He is like, okay, it's probably just a good foundation. And then you're like, right, let's see what they do with the next ones. Every Wolverine movie sort of got better than the one before it. And then when, when you finally got to the end one, it was everything you thought it should have been the whole time, right? Including violence. And, and I want to comment about the violence because, it, you know, there was ultra violence in this, but not to the point where it was, um, where, where they made a show of it. You know, you didn't see him throwing entrails around and limbs flying through the air. It was, it was just, very, you it know, sort of brain. It it's just right. Right? And I appreciate that, especially when he went nuts in the woods and started killing everyone. At no point did they focus on a dead body mutilated on the ground, which I thought was extremely... Um, intelligent, mature of the filmmakers, right? And so I think that, you know, the execution from a cinematic standpoint, the fact that we all know it's based on a superhero, but it doesn't feel at all like a superhero movie was a great accomplishment, um, especially coming off of what I think is a horrible X-Men franchise, you know? Well, um, 
I think that um, what it also pulled off too is the fact that you know there are mutants and these are sort of suspension of reality and powers, but but the the powers and the capabilities were were um, consequential. They weren't a focus, and they they didn't um, focus on a way that took you out of the suspension of the drama, because that's really what this was supposed to be about. Um, in terms of it being a long movie and kind of slow, um, yeah, I think that's kind of what dramas are to some degree. Um, and this one I think felt felt particularly heavy because. At the end of the day, it's it's not even a dark comedy, but it's a downer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really nothing good came out of it other than the kids, you know, quote-unquote escaping. But you don't actually even get to see that. They end the movie before they actually escape, right? So there really isn't a payoff, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's a story. But I don't think the story necessarily ends, and I think that's what um, the filmmakers want us to do because I do think they're going to use this to go on to other stories. Specifically, they're, they're probably going to come back to Pref- Professor X's incident. Um, I don't know if this is for, but it's speculation. But I actually think that um, it's going to tie directly into the Cable New Mutants Deadpool stuff directly. Um, we don't know who's waiting for them on the other side. Um, but there's no way they wrote that as just sort of a loose, unexplained plot line in the movie, without a doubt. Um, and also, I do believe that this is um, a reality that they're probably going to spend the next movies trying to prevent. Because to me, I feel like this is this is exactly um, the kind of downer outcome where you follow a, a superhero a team who wants to achieve good in the world, they never achieve it. They can't let that stand. They generally want audiences to feel that 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 the hope for the future is achievable. And this will end up being something that they want to prevent. That's my thought, right? And Cable being a future timeline jumping sort of character himself, I think that's that's where they're trying to head with this all. And that's why they mentioned the New Mutants, and that's why Deadpool is at the beginning as a teaser. I think it it, it moves all in that direction, I, right? I don't. I, do another I don't know bro. if that happens. I, I don't know how they can continue doing using multiple timelines in movies because I think it'll confuse. Yeah, and they're garbage at it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. Oh. Matter of fact, I think the X-Men franchise is probably the most offensive in that way because even Wolverine himself as a character, I mean, Hugh Jackman has been really good about portraying him in all these different versions, yeah. but the timeline's completely messed up. Like, yeah. what happens? Bone claws, right? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't even make sense. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. He ran into a gene when he looked younger, when they were adults. In the first yeah. movie, all that stuff. None of it makes sense. Oh, that's okay, Redcon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is accurate to the comics because the comics are convoluted too. <laughs> so that is so <laughs> you, you kind of can't fault them for the source. No. I had a question. But yeah, bone yeah, continuity is very convoluted. The so. bone claws. That's not so. They, that's a mess up, right? Because he does. He's with bone claws. No, he has bone claws in the books. No, I mean. In this movie, in this movie, he's and going forward after Lo- uh, he lost the Wolverine. The it's it's like some unknown, but, like he lost it. He gets the man and mention back later. Who knows? But that, that, that's but, what I'm saying. There's like a thirty-year gap in between the previous movies and this, so that there's plenty of time to do stuff. During also, that Days of Future Past wiped out the Wolverine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it wiped out a lot of the previous X Men movies. Oh, Days of Future yeah. Past wiped out. So it, it altered the timeline, and so you know you can always hand wave it away. Anyway, Don. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I thought it was really well done, not just from, a, you know, X-Men franchise, it's easy to do good versus everything else that they've got in there because they, they suck. Um, but from a sort of <laughs> cinematic standpoint, I thought it, 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 it executed well. I get it was slow. If anybody ever complained about that, I'd never knock them for saying so. Um, but for me, 
it, it was everything I sort of want to see in a Wolverine story. But I'll, I'll go back and say I would have liked to see this kind of thing in a younger Wolverine in his prime moving through life, too. That would have been, I think, nicer for me in some degree. But it was a great ending to um, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine career, if this really is the end for him. Um, and I thought it, it, it paid great tribute just to him as much as it did the character. Mm. Right, And so at the end of the day, I, I give it an 8.4. Um, <laughs> For for me, that's God that's damn it, Dak! You need a weird rating system. <laughs> uh, yes, you should be every time you guys. Do that, I, I have to fully right. admit that my system is completely messed up because the way I'll rate a movie um, isn't relative to the other movies I rated. Yeah, that's not, that doesn't. <laughs> that's <the> problem. <laughs> yeah, that it's not fair. Yeah. No, uh, hey, I won't hey, hey, for criticizing you. Be honest that. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in in terms of like um, how yeah. I felt about it, I yeah. kind of I'll kind of. I see movies, right? It gives a certain grade. It's it's saying whether or not he would recommend it to somebody else, or if if he would put in his top ten list. For me, you know, on the scale of whatever I'm comparing it to in my cloud of a head, you know, I think it's it's an eight point four. You know, um, I would recommend people see it, but I would probably judge it by the person I'm recommending it to. I couldn't wash it over and say everybody should go see it. You know, uh, but yeah, fantastic. I I enjoyed it and and, and I like what they did. So we still got to get Arthur's score, yeah? Yeah, Arthur, see, Anthony's right. all about the numbers, Woo. see? <laughs> but he, but he's about, right. He's I was right. waiting for him to kind of call me out on it. He's right. right. So what it, so, it's a solid eight. Okay. I mean, you know, nothing more than that. It just is a very solid eight. So. Right on. Now, do most of you feel like you'd want to see a prequel or a sequel to this movie? Or no. do you want to see there? Leave it there. As curious as I am, right? Like I really want to know what happened before. I I want to just leave it alone. There's more opportunity to fail if they do another one. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't want to expand further on this uh, particular storyline. Yeah. I want to see what happened in a prequel, but I appreciate how they just kind of nicely close it up for him for yeah, Hugh Jackman. Well, Wolverine. it's hard to juggle timelines between rated R and PG thirteen movies without watering down things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, this is a rated R movie, but then if you're going to try to connect it, those are PG-13 movies at best. And you're going to invariably lose something in the translation because of the rating of what you're allowed to do. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, I it, think Deadpool and, and the cable movies are going to be R movies also. Yeah. And so definitely continue it this way. Um, and I've, I've seen rumors that, you know, with sort of the Deadpool um, timelines and the sort of Deadpool is supposed to mark the, the reboot of the X-Verse. They're yeah. still doing another yeah. X-Men, though. It's supposed to be the end of it, of the old one. They're doing another one, though. And the Mutants and X-Force. No, they're doing the, the Phoenix. They're doing Phoenix Saga next. Oh, or that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Super. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Me neither. At all. Yeah. Um, and I did watch Hawkins right before I saw Logan. It wasn't into it. You saw but. what? I saw uh, Apocalypse right before I saw Logan oh, because no one had any storylines that were going to feed into it. But, um, yeah, I've been better off not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. worth my time. Yep, yeah. I agree. Right on, guys. Okay, well, um, I know, Anthony, your your batteries are dying. Um, I think in general, it looks to me like everybody more or less agreed on where they were, where everybody was in an eight. And nobody really went below, nobody went over. The highest score I saw was, what, an 8.6 uh, level? I, I gave it a nine. Nick gave it a nine. Oh, that's right. Nick, you gave it a solid nine. So we went from eight to nine and everywhere in between. So, um, you know, I think this, this movie performed consistently across different opinions, different personalities. And 
um, I actually still continue to think that, that that is a testament to how well it was executed myself. That's yeah, fair. I, I, think that's, I think that's good. Right. Um, not a whole lot of points of debate or argument either. So that was you know, really interesting. Yeah, that's more nitpicky stuff. Everybody will have their own nitpicky stuff, but nothing like majorly egregious that's like everyone's like, oh my God, <laughs> this is just wrong. That kind of thing. Get the daddy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right, well, does anybody have any closing comments? Otherwise, we'll, we'll begin to end this. Does anybody want to interject anything they thought about late? They want for posterity on the recording? All right, then. All next right. Movie. What is the next movie? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Is there any um, thoughts on going back to sort of Rogue One or anything like that? Uh, actually, it's not. That before or after Wonder Woman? It is before Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. So it's Guardians and Wonder Woman. Then Spider-Man. Too bad for Wonder Woman. Oh, <laughs> yeah, too bad Wonder Woman. I don't even know if I'm watching that. You yeah. can do a Rogue One viewing and then podcast. Maybe we should do that. Get together, watch it, and podcast it right after. Why do we need to do the viewing? Just let me know. Watch it for fun, yeah. I've already watched it again. This me too. I watched it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Which movie was that? Yeah, Rogue I want to do it. What movie did you guys say again? Rogue, Rogue One. One. Oh, Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. I understand. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to sign up for us and stop the recording. Alright, cool.